0: Welcome back to A People's Guide to Publishing. I'm Joe Beal, the founder and CEO of Microcosm Publishing and Distribution. I'm also the author of A People's Guide to Publishing, which distills what I've learned from selling millions of books over the past 25 years.
1: I'm Ellie Blue. I'm the editorial and marketing director here at Microcosm. We are an independent midlist publisher based in Portland, Oregon and Cleveland, Ohio. We have over 700 books, over 25 employees, and we make about 40 new books every year. And we distribute thousands of titles from other publishers. We started this
0: podcast so that we can share what we've learned with newer publishers so that you can learn from our mistakes.
1: Or maybe you just want to understand the publishing industry.
0: This week, we are going to talk about what happens when someone buys eight hundred dollars worth of books from your bookstore and then tries to return them the following week because the whole thing was a slightly dishonest ruse, and or how to make lemonade?
1: Oh, when you're telling that story, it jogs the memory. Like story? This is something that actually happened. Oh, wait, is this recently. real?
0: Did this happen? Oh, I, I thought- saw
1: it on what's that site? Uh, the social media uh, one?
0: Twitter? I don't think that's a real thing. That 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 doesn't that used to exist.
1: I don't know. Somebody was, like, tweeting on some social media site. Um, mm. The owner of... Uh, have we been to this bookstore? Are they our customer? Volumes, cafe, mm-hmm. book cafe in Chicago. Mm-hmm.
0: It sounds mm-hmm. super familiar. Yeah.
1: And very rad. Wait, and we're about to see how rad they are, because this happened to them.
0: Oh. <laughs> Wait, are in. you suggesting that a customer, alleged customer, okay. went into an alleged bookstore... Spent $800 on books and then returned them all?
1: Or tried to. Oh, yeah. They came in during the holiday season. The whole staff rejoiced. I mean, an $800 sale, that's huge. They said that it was, what, like a third of their rent? Um, and the person called literally the day after their return period ended and they were like, oh, I just was using the books to stage my house for the holidays. I'm not sure what that means.
0: I don't know that anyone knows what that means.
1: I think it means trying to impress my in laws.
0: Mm. So, I don't know. like, I mean, there was a pandemic feature where you could literally buy a three foot strip of books by color.
1: Right? Maybe they thought they were doing that.
0: Yeah, they just went to the wrong place, I guess.
1: Right, but then, so they negotiated with them like a deal to um, give them, I guess, take the books back, but give them store credit instead of giving them $800, which sounds fair and smart.
0: Mm-hmm. But everybody gets out of it a little bit of what they want.
1: But the really smart thing, and the reason that we're tackling this on the podcast is I, I just think this is so brilliant. They went on social media, they told the story, they didn't like berate, whine, call out, any of that thing. They were just like, this happened to us and this hurt us, and people responded by buying tons and tons of books from their bookstore and then presumably not returning them let's hope and they ended up having hopefully making more in sales than that sale that they
0: lost that part seems the most probable of all yeah and isn't there? didn't there used to be like a website that sold books no no that's too far no one one buys books no like in the 90s there used to be one
1: no no only the military had the internet in the 90s and teenagers
0: oh okay like
1: we didn't like credit cards wait weren't we teenagers in the 90s yeah we had the the internet (laughs) okay got it i wasn't buying books though
0: well (laughs) ellie's pretty sure that this is not real (laughs) but if i don't know if you ever find like a website that sells books that might be should you be carrying out this ruse mm. a better way to buy $800 worth of books and then attempt to return them because you don't actually want them?
1: Yeah, big difference between, like, um, doing that with somebody that isn't actually relying on your purchase for money. Yes. yes. Big, big difference. But, I mean, I feel like the moral of this story, though, is and when bad things happen or things that seem like bad things that happen, like, Turn it into a freaking sale.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. People, like, yeah, yeah. Bring out your base, make people remember why they love you and the fact that they do love you.
1: Like, I feel like that's just such a great example of, like, good complaining, you know? Like, and we listened to that Hidden Brain podcast where they were like, the best complaining is the complaining that gets better results. And I think they meant, like, complaining to the person that you had to complain about. But in this case, that wasn't really going to get you good results, but Mm -hmm. they did some very strategic complaining, and it really worked for them. Mm -hmm. So, like, one of my philosophies, so, like, as the person in charge of marketing at Microcosm, I tend to get a lot of the emails and solicitations from people that want things from us for nothing. Um, Like, they want consultation, or they want a donation, or they want, um, I don't know, they just want to know what's up. Maybe they just want somebody to talk to. These aren't all bad things to want and I don't really mind getting these emails. But it used to kind of irk me when people were like, Hey, can you just send me like a hundred copies of your best selling book? And I'd be like, No And then finally I was like, Okay, they don't really understand the economics of it. Like we can donate books, but we can only donate them like, you know, to causes we believe in, to people that wouldn't otherwise be able to buy them and books that we have overstock on.
0: Right, right. so
1: I just started responding to all things like that like if it was a solicitation where I felt like it was kind of like you know where it was something that we couldn't do and it was kind of malformed I just decided to make it my personal um, mission to turn all of those into sales mm. And I think I'm, I'm batting pretty good I'm like at 80% average okay I'm like let me give you a coupon let that's me give a- you a discount. Let me connect you with our sales team and you can get a 40% discount on your purchase mm, for your organization.
0: That's better approval rating than like any president.
1: <sighs> My job is a little easier than the president's. I don't know about that. Anyway, and then everybody's happy. So every, I feel like, yes, if you turn something worth complaining about into an opportunity, everybody can win.
0: Thanks for joining us once again.
1: Please send your questions to podcast at microcosmpublishing.com so we can answer them on future episodes.
0: And please give us five stars on iTunes and everywhere else that podcasts are reviewed.
1: You can find us on the internet at microcosm.pub.
0: On Twitter at microcosm.
1: On Facebook at microcosm publishing,
0: On Instagram at microcosm underscore pub.
1: And here in Portland, Oregon on North Williams Avenue.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Have a wonderful week.